This is, uh, yeah, it's Miss Tammy Wynette, who also had the song Stand By Your Man, so I feel like she's just not quite sure which way she wants to go. <laughs> well. That's horrible. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hello, everybody. This is Joe or Lex, and I'm joined as always by my compatriot Art. Yo, Art, how are you doing this evening? I am good. What are you drinking? This is a Paps Blue Ribbon High Seltzer. Ooh, swanky. Blah. Stuck with water tonight. Oh, that and that would be well. Well, we have two Kens this evening. We have one Ken and one Kenny. Let's go with the Ken first because he just spoke up. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? It's been a while since we had you on. Yeah, it's been a while. How you guys been doing? Ah, you know, oh, I'm enjoying the shows. So, oh well, that's good. At least somebody's listening. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> we just have a few kidding. listeners. Thank you very much. Yes, that's and... right. We got a, we got a couple. <laughs> and we have to also point out that we are joined tonight by our old friend and producer, Kenny. Kenny, how goes it? I like that you said producer and not ex-producer. I've gone by way of saying former producer as you yeah, like former producer. Joe is just, you know, I think he's at his, his wits end and he's just like, well, we're going to get Kenny back. We're just going to gaslight him into thinking <laughs> he never left. So we're going to start calling him producer Kenny. We're going to start suddenly copying you on emails. And next thing you know, I'll be back. I, yeah. Hey, my I kid just went to daycare. There you go. Well, I was going to say, uh, you're not camping and you're not hanging out in Star Wars. So nice. I'm, I'm just glad you're yeah, here. It right? seems like you do have two places that you live. It's either the Star Wars vacation spot or some campground like a fucking nomad. Yeah. God knows why you even bother with a house. but it, it's I'm, I'm pushing for 30 days this year, man. Of the 12 months, one of them is going to be spent out in the wilderness. Uh-huh. It was so odd. Your, was it your sister that had the lyric? Yeah, she still got it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. For I'm moment. getting another one. They're sending me one uh, in a couple weeks. Did the first one break? No, they, they cut us off. Theirs they broke. said, hey, you're good for the last. So second quarter, they said, hey, go drive a Lyric, go to the dealerships, train them, show them how it all works. Give it up at the end of uh, June. So I go so ahead and buy you're myself You're divorced from it now. I'm sorry. I was divorced. Yes, I was divorced from it. It was uh, sent away. And all of a sudden, we're, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to be quiet. And, uh, they're going to send me another one and I'm I now have I'm out $750 a month because I bought another car mm. because uh, it was supposed to replace my uh, my Equinox and uh, the Equinox right now is slightly totaled. I'm giving that to the wife. Wait, you're paying my mileage money. Hold on, hold on a second. There's a lot to unpack in the things you guys like. Slightly totaled and I'm giving it to my wife. So did you also take an insurance policy out on her at the same time? What's going on? You're you know, setting her up for failure, dude. <laughs> so $20,000 policy. Long, long, long story short, yeah. I, I, I figured out my mileage money when driving an EV for this job. 
I only spent $760 to charge up the damn thing. And I did 12,000 miles. 3,000 miles in my Equinox equates to $1,100 of fuel. So I bought an EV. That's the mad. mileage money recoups that 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 money back. Oh, we're going to give you another demo, so we're not going to give any mileage money. So you're up Shit's Creek with $750 a month on your new car, and you're also still paying your other one. Maybe we should just talk about this instead of our topic. Yeah, let's just talk about the lyric. Think? Yeah, I just want to know, like, it sounds like... <laughs> not allowed. Got, I just want to say how you <laughs> as got... As far put, as I'm going. All I can say is you got put together just like our friend Chris would have at his dealership. It's like somehow he talked you into getting a car that cost too much and gave you some bullshit mathematics to justify mm -hmm. how you'd be saving. It only cost me thirty-four, and so at the only end, you're still you're still going to get boned. It just yeah, it the happens, lyric is twice as much. It just happens slowly, you know. It's it's just like uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a fungus invading your butthole. It's slow, just like That's marriage. Ooh, just oh man, you know, and that is the perfect segue. Sorry, I was just trying to yeah segue yeah. Thanks, segue. I like the segue. This is segue. All right. Yes, like we are here. Well. We are here to to talk about, uh, <laughs> as Tammy saying, D I V O R C E this evening, because I have recently joined the ranks. I am a, officially a single man. Hello, oh, ladies. good. Legally, you. you're divorced. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's done. done. He's done. I'm done. I'm wow, done. that's. Maryland was it? Maryland's thirty days or sixty days, something like that. Apparently, oh dude, oh. I still hold the record. Twenty six days, bro. That's From filing to final, twenty six days. Wow! In Florida, North Carolina, that is murder. So you've done in, pretty well. In, in North Carolina, you have to be separated for one full year, and separation means that someone has to have a new address for one year and one day before the filing could actually go through the Bible thumpers. See, I thought that's how Maryland used to be, but. I don't know. And I think it is, but I think in my case, because it because in our case it was mutual you know, look, I, I didn't mutual ask contempt, for it. what? Irreconcile differences. <laughs> I didn't ask for mutual it. Divorce. <laughs> I didn't ask for it, but because, you know, my partner did, and I was like, okay, you know, it's basically a mutual consent thing. So I think that kind of, you know, that's kind of like the workaround where it's it, basically, you were looking at the year apart if it's contentious. At, at least that's my understanding. Uh, but the problem is, is that every state is different. It, you know, as you know, just like just like uh, Ken was just saying, you, you know, down in North Carolina, it, it might very well be a year for all types of divorce. I'm not entirely sure, but but like every state's different. Every state has its own bylaws and whatnot. Mine is. Was pretty, you know, it was not as quick as producer Kenny's, but it, you know, I still got out relatively unscathed. But it still sucks, and 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 that's why we are talking about this this evening because I have joined the ranks. Kenny, it, you know, he's happily married now, but but he does have a past divorce on his record. Uh, Ken is the product of a divorce. Well. Well, your parents were together for a while, but then they got divorced. Is my understanding okay? Three, four-ish years, half, yeah, before the, okay. the divorce actually happened. And then there's Art, who's um, whose parents alert. are divorced, but whose wife will divorce him in like a couple of years. So, yeah. so, just give him time. so really, just getting him ready. 
Well, honestly, it, it is the thing. What I will say about my family is that it has been a, a bit of a plague. I made a joke about it early in our relationship and marriage that all the men, all the hall men have had at least one marriage before settling down. So there's always at least one divorce in there. And I said, uh, well, either we are breaking the trend with me or sorry. So <laughs> There's no apologies there, man. We'll see. Hey, if it works, it works, man. I, I tell you what, I wasn't going to get married to get a second time to get divorced a second time. So well, it seemed like it was so much fun. So why? Not? Oh, God, it was amazing. All that, like filling out paperwork and like doing a parenting plan and like, you know, meeting in front of the judge. It was the best thing ever, dude. I loved every minute of it. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, Joe, why don't you get this? Uh, no, I'm this... pretty sure that's what mine said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so I guess my first topic is, and and my BBJ coach, uh, I BBJ, I I have to give Professor Greg a shout out here because he had a great line when I first, you know, he, he knew that I was going through some marital troubles and then whoever that is, huh? Whoever that is. <laughs> and then when I officially told him that, um, you know, that I was going through a divorce, one of the reasons I brought it up to him, well, one, because he's a friend, but two, because he's also a realtor. So I was talking about, you know, you know, Hey, I'll probably be looking at buying a place next year, blah, 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 blah. But he gave me a line that I thought was really good. He said that, uh, you know, Joe, 60% of marriages end in divorce and the other 40%, everybody's miserable. And, you know, and-, and Hey, that's 38%, line. man. 38. Like, <laughs> like it's a funny There's line. There's 2% of us that are actually happy in our marriages. I just want to, like, state that, like, I am happy in my marriage right You're now. You're only I'm saying that because the door is wide open <laughs> and she can hear you. No, she's 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 already mad at me today. She's in the bedroom. Ryan's over there. I knew Ryan was no, here. Why is he right. on the podcast? They're all excited now. He could be here. Why can't he be on here? No, you one. I have. I'm. I'm telling Eddie Carmichael's story tonight all about right. divorce. Hold on, my time. Cool story, bro. All, all this was to lean into my topic, which is. Why do you think divorce numbers are so high? Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure that they're at 60, but, but I mean, it's it's pretty damn high. It's like, you know, you know, over it's right around the 50 percent mark, I think, of marriages end in divorce. So if you're, you know, so for one out two people, yeah. Sorry, you should out luck, you know? Why do you there's, th four, there's four of us here? <laughs> so I mean it's like that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. But 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 why do you think it's so high? And asshole. He's an asshole. Well, I am an asshole, but but I mean it's I I really do think it's I think that the people that you married that people you know and and it's not just my ex, it, it's me too. People change. And it's, um, you know, I know that the person who walked down the aisle a little over 11 years ago, hold on, I do the math in my head, a little over 11 <laughs> years now is, uh, is, is not the same person who's here now. And I know it's the same for my ex as well. I mean, you know, there's different expectations, there's different, um, and shit's hard. <laughs> like life is hard growing up, uh, 
you know, we've kind of, you know, we kind of drifted away um, as far as things like, um, like faith and, um, and activities and other things go. And it's, um, and people change and it's, 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 it's tough. And it's, it's just one of those consistencies or well, it, not consistencies. One of the truths in life is that nothing lasts forever. And, um, you know, it's, you know, you know, either you go th- through a divorce and Ken is getting phased out there or something. I'm not exactly sure what's happening, but <laughs> Ken was moving his camera around. <laughs> but I, I think, I but think it, Eddie doesn't want to hear his story being told. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's Ed, a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, um, people, you know, it either ends in divorce or it ends with your death. So I guess I'm just getting it out of the way a little bit early. That's what I have to say. But, you know, let's go with Kenny next since since Kenny has also been through this. Kenny, why do you think divorces are so high? Uh, man, uh, um, again, uh, your listeners don't know this, but I prefaced when we started today that I was not going to, you know, put shade on that situation um but i believe that um marriage is stupid right i mean marriage is stupid you can't expect two people to in the moment and this my moment might be two or three years in their 20s joe said it people change and you realize that maybe it's not what it what you thought it should be and um and i don't know why we're we're we're, we've got a sign on the line about it you know what i mean like uh, for me personally um we were married for gosh almost seven years and we realized that as we got older we were just different people there was no commonality there was too much uh too much venom too much you know shade and when you when when you get to that point where you know you're not making the other person joyous it just you know it's time to go it's time to split and a lot of people don't i think the reason why it's so high is that a lot of people just rush into it they just rush into marriage and you know we can talk about economy and stuff like that and how some people may want that tax break but that's a that's nothing that's a thousand dollars a year is nothing um so yeah i i think that nowadays people are too rushed to get married and then they realize that that's not my person that's not my people that person doesn't bring me the joy that i need to continue living on this planet you know and me and my ex-wife we are fantastic we are in the best place ever you know i'm happy in my new marriage my ex-wife is happy in her new marriage we realize that her and I together are toxic and we can individually be good people and we are, but together, when you mix us together, it's, it's just not good. It's just toxic, toxic, toxic. And that's the way it is sometimes. And it's so, and it's so interesting. The point you bring up about signing on the dotted line and such because you know the, you know that's another you know that's one thing i learned during this whole process is, is that at the end of the day a marriage especially a divorce is a it's basically a business 
yep. decision. It's like a contract. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and it's, it's, it, 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 it's crazy. Well, because there there are some substantial things that you gain as as a married person. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we both have the same last name. There's many things that that happens. You know, systemically that mm-hmm. our society is so married. Get married. Our society is like, go get married. You know, we're going to make everything great if you're married. And if you're not married, then you're not going to get these benefits. And I don't know. I just, I feel like it's, this is not what humans are supposed to do. It's not. Now, that said, I am, I I was never going to get, after my divorce, I was not going to get married again. I met someone who made me feel like that was worth it. And I've been fighting every day since, not not having to fight, wanting to fight. And that's what it should be. But that first marriage, not the case. Oil and water, man. Oil and water. So let's actually go with Ken next, just because, you know, you know, Ken, you know, while he's not divorced, uh, he, you know, his parents are. So, so I'd like to hear your perspective on this question. All right. So my perception is, you know, I think the idea I'm going to go with Kenny on this a little bit, the perception that we pretty much all grew up around, but the perception of the idea of marriage has been destroyed. Honestly, the perception of, you know, let's talk about shows like uh, the bachelor, the bachelorette, a bunch of random individuals who have no idea who this guy or girl is. And their whole goal is to get married to the other said person. So the idea of like the marriage for most consumer, most people out there is the next step. I have to have that one step. And if I feel happy for, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe eight, seven months to stay in this person, then it has to be the next step. And an end game. It is. And like, they're like, okay, win, I win, I'm married. It doesn't matter who I'm married to. Yeah. It's, and Personally, that's what it's all come down to. It's it's becoming another status symbol. You know, you're and just like you're not going to get these benefits. You're not going to have this happy life. It's push it onto you and you forget, you know, this is the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. And it's not just your life. You become two, two lives into one. It's going to prepare you for that because it's just a status. And fortunately, I mean, for me, I, I didn't get married until I was 40. And I had many relationships that I and thought. And you got a yoga different. instructor of all things. Damn right. So, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and bounce onto that. She's a divorcee. So hmm. she, and I'm not going to go into all of her details, but the, the quick reception that I received was she was in those similar situations where she was with somebody and she loved them and she thought this was the next step and she she went with it and her last one she just realized that she wasn't fully in love with the man like she she realized that they were no joy it's like kenny like they just did not have that longevity they were always fighting there was always trying to find and pick each other and push each other's buttons and it just got to the point where she was just done and there was a lot of other things going on but at, that was really, you know, the, the catalyst to all of it. And for me, I, I feel glad that I realized that after my very, my second to last relationship, the one just before, um, before the, uh, it was just, 
I really thought that that was it. I thought she was supposed to be it. Like we had so much in common, so much vitality with each other, so much energy. But when real life occurred, you know, drama, you know, family, things like that. Oh, she she went the other way. Like she just walked away. She cheated on me more than once. And that was it. That was the last straw. So I just was like, fuck you all. I'm going to go single. I'm going to have fun and enjoy it. And then lo and behold, Jen shows up in my life out of nowhere. And she was this big what if woman in my life that I met back in 2004. And it was just simply, oh, gosh. All right. I'm in the best place in my life right now. I've got full clarity. I understand what I want. I know what my needs are. I figured it out finally after all that BS that I went through all the time. And that's where I'm at now. My Ken, would you, if I may, uh, yeah. would you say that she brings you joy? She brings me hate. She brings anger and joy. Oh, but, no, but I'm saying like, no, you, but, but I'm saying like, it's the best joy that I have. Does she bring you I was going to say Marie Kondo. Yeah. I was like, you're going to Marie Kondo this shit. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, uh, I, I, yes. I, 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 I will keep her here. I am not throwing her out. She brings me joy. And so and, that's the thing for me is that well, I'm sorry not to cut you off just real no. quick if if I could um it's it's not just being happy you can be happy in your life but you need to have joy like you need to like like feel something and yeah I mean my my previous and myself um we might have been happy we were we had two kids together you know we we had Disney passes and stuff like that but there was no joy. There was no, there was no joy. There was no nothing. It was dead. It was just dead. And I think, yeah. Yeah. That joy is perfect. I, I see my relationship the same way that me and my, I saw my mom and my stepfather together. You know, they can be in the same room, not talking with each other, watching a show or, you know, just playing solitaire, things like that. Seemingly like, happy. Just seemingly happy, but they are just content with like they can't not be without each other. They have to be in the same room, but you know, they'll also go like, she wants to watch her TV show and my dad will go into his den and listen to his records, but he will come out almost every 45 minutes or so just so he can say hi or see her. And that's what I'm at with, with Jen. We can be perfectly content, not talking, be in the same room. I'll be probably in my, on the office doing some work. She'll be in the other side of the bedroom. She's doing her work. Or I'm in here on our on our sunroom and she'll want to come in. She'll make it out of her acknowledgement to come through and I'll do the same thing. And I I cannot it's like a it's ingrained right now living with living together where if I walk through the house and she's not home, I'm kind of like, oh fuck. All right, cool. Hmm. All right. I'll wait for I'll make an excuse to go see her at work. Like I'll stop and go pick her up some Starbucks. It's like that's how I am. And but then, and then, when I'm out on the road, I'm gone for like three or four days, maybe a week at a time. I'm like, I just, I really hope she has the weekend off because I have missed her that much. I hear you, dude. All right, Art. So you can't really answer this question, but I would, whoa. Well, well, of course I can answer this answer. question. You're well, asking I mean why does this thing happen? Yeah. My theory uh, is not uh, in direct contrast to everybody else's, but I'd like to think it's a little different. I don't disagree with what people have said. I think there's a lot of valid points. But I think that it's not so much the problem with marriage. It's more of the stigmatization of the word divorce. Mm 
and what it means. Marriage has been a thing with humans for as long as we've been around almost, you know, it's become, it, it had, it was a, a way to, to bring families together. It was used for, pol you know, political needs. It was used for land. It was used for goods. It was used just, you know, between different people to bring them together. It's been a, a I don't want to say a rich, I guess it's a ritual, uh, but it's been in great ritual. It, yes, it's, been, it's definitely it, a ritual. It's been ingrained as this ritual of bonding and connectivity in humans for so long that even if you were to drop a bunch of people off and cut them off from history, you know, and let them evolve for a hundred years, they would craft their own version of it again. Because yeah, I, I it think just, so too. It just helps us essentially just kind of keep shit in order, you know? Now that said, why do people get you know in the divorce so so much? Is because yes, I think that as time has progressed, there's two things: our attention spans have shrunk, so our ability in general to actually sit down and have a thoughtful, meaningful, you know, conversation or engagement with another human is getting harder and harder. And the number one thing a marriage needs is communication. Period. If you don't have period. that, then you're fucked. Full stop. And I, second, I agree, hundred percent, Art. And the second thing is that, um, that, oh shit, I, <laughs> I got so wound up on that first topic, but that first point, um, uh, the, the second, and, and here's, go ahead. Oh, I was, was going to say that. It? It, I think so. <laughs> it's not just that we've gotten, you know, dumber or whatever. I, or just less attention to each other. I think that we also just, we, 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 this isn't this isn't very charitable, but we just don't try to work through things. Now, that mm. is an ugly thing that can be turned around in the past where working through things was a battered marriage. You can't leave because you'll get the shit beat out of you and the other person doesn't give a fuck about it. So there's certainly plenty of that. But at the same token, I think there's also a lot of people who just cut bait and run when shit gets a little bumpy. And then that that then you go down that rabbit hole, you're getting into the whole uh, side of what does re what does religion play into the ritual yeah. of marriage and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, I think that people wouldn't have a big fucking problem with statistics like fifty to sixty percent of marriages end in divorce if you didn't make divorce a nasty bad word. Right. I mean, look, it's Absolutely. like every relationship we've ever had in our lives is a failure until the one we're in. Right, we're supposed to just pick this yeah. one person, and then uh, yeah, it's like I think if, if you if to take change the word divorce to breakup, yep, and all of a sudden it's whatever you know, it's like marriage. Stop making to not, stop does, stop yeah. stop giving marriage federal legal like. Don't like, put why it, has it got to be a thing? Like you don't have to put as much. I think I think there still has to be some of that other legal stuff because again that's another word well yeah because we're you're, you're because two entities it, yeah being one entity, it is a business thing as Joe i get said. it, it is are, a business thing yeah but i think that it doesn't have to be this this grandiose storybook thing yes it's a part of it, our it doesn't have to point, be but yeah it's been romanticized out the wazoo yep christ i mean there's entire you know novels and story arcs i to it so i love my ring this ring right here, I love this ring. Um, I'm married. This is my second marriage, and I love that girl. And I I did not want to get married again, but I met her, and I said, "I'd marry you." And we got married, and everything's great. 
today I'm a little bit on the rocks, you know, because uh, I have a friend here today. So we've been drinking and having fun. But um, regardless, marriages <laughs> last beyond those things. You know what I mean? Like, like if if there's no joy, if you don't look at this material object as my ring, if you don't look at this material object and feel anything from it, then it's you probably didn't get married to the right person. And you don't have to get married. Like our society is so like, you got to find the person, you got to get married, so on and so forth. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, and yeah, there's some, like, as Art was saying, there's some business stuff that, you know, as an entity who's making money, we need to fucking figure out how to tax your ass. Right. But maybe, yeah. maybe time will, will heal my heart. Uh, but, but I'm kind of, well, I, I, I'm in the same boat. You were Kenny prior to you meeting your, your current wife. Um, and, uh, my second soulmate. Exactly. My first and one I'm was of killed the mindset in the car that I have absolutely no interest in going through this again. And it's like, you know, and I've um, either you know, um, I am one of those people as as, you know, sure, sure. I bust balls here a lot. But, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I'm the kind of person who and I don't think this is gloating or anything. But, you know, I you know, I am the person who usually gives a friend like the shirt off my back if I could. And I almost feel that it's time for me to worry about, well, my son, first and foremost, obviously, but kids. also me, but kids. also me. And you. it's, and so, and so that's where I'm at now. You know, I'm worried about my son and then me. At, for me, like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I wanted to make sure my kids were good because I have two children with my previous and two with my 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 new my current um current and final because it's never gonna be I'm never gonna marry <laughs> <you> guys. <laughs> nice save. But <laughs> but uh that said, um like my ex and I are in the greatest spot we've ever been. Like like we've never been better friends than we are right now. And, and and that's because we knew that together we're not good. We are both individually good people. Together we are toxic as fuck, and we just we don't work. And that's the, it's a realization that happens. Mind you, uh, side note, listeners, Joe has shaved. He's got a nice haircut. Man looks fucking awesome right now. I just want to point that out. Thank you, sir. Yeah, he's got I himself actually together. I actually thought about shaving off the beard just to try something new, but my son. No, I like it. Good. I like what you got no, going want, right now. If you cut it off, I want you to keep just the goatee. That's what <laughs> I want. But before you guys got in, because I, I can honestly just let you guys run on this since you really have the experience in this, but I just wanted to prompt a topic that that sort of was segueing into, which is uh, you were saying about your son. So how does this affect kids? So we have a child of divorce here, Ken. So I would like to, you know, sort of tee you up in this and say, in general, how did that experience work in your life? How would how did that affect you and how did the family navigate it? And then in turn, I would say to you two gentlemen, how are you guys navigating or how did you navigate that difficulty with your own children and your exes? Because it it's very easy, at least for me, 
to think about how the world is, you know, I am my person, right? And parents were always just parents. And it wasn't until that I grew up and then I met somebody and then I started having a family. I'm like, holy fuck, they were people too. And you know how I know? Because I'm a people and I just made a people. And then it just, my mind just has been in this existential feedback loop ever since. So people make decisions and take actions. And those actions always have some sort of effect. But we're doing what's best for us at the time that we believe and also what's best for everybody else at the time we would like to believe. So I'm just curious how that whole thing works on this multi-generational level. So I'm sorry to put it the ball in your court first, Ken, but you're really the only uh, person <laughs> who can answer time. this at the time. time. So for one, I can remember, I never got to know my father. So my biological father has had no connection with me since I was in fourth grade. That was the last time I physically saw him. He and my mom were completely toxic around each other. They attempted, they had me and my brother, but my, my, my biological father disappeared. He, no child support. He wanted nothing to do with us unless it came down to the time that my mom met somebody. Then he started poking in. I lived through a transition time because my mom was dating my my stepfather. And we didn't understand who he was at a very young age. We were like, oh, so this is a guy hanging out with my mom or mom's friend. You know, she was just trying to. My mom made it a very big point, and I didn't learn this until I was all the way through college of how severe my mom was, like protective. My mom made sure that me and my brother were number one, and everyone else was second. My my stepfather was actually third and fourth in the hierarchy. Hmm. He actually had been divorced twice. <clears throat> he had three kids before meeting my mom. So uh, my... So as I got older, let me go back real quick. The last time I saw my father was in a um, was in a courthouse. My stepfather, who I will always call my father, my dad. He is my dad. He's my father. He was a, attempted to adopt my brother and I before he we were shipping out. My father was being my dad was being deployed to Japan. This is just before the Gulf War. He wanted to fully adopt us. He wanted everything to be one big family. He wanted all of us to be together. And my biological father stepped in and he's like, no, you cannot adopt him. I don't pay child support. I have no intention to pay child support, but I do not want him to be adopted by you. He, he was granted three days. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. In Maryland, you can. In Maryland, you had that pop, you had that power back in the early 90s. <laughs> Maybe it's changed That's now. Like I don't a know pride thing, and it's really shitty. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand as a dad, like how you would do that. But continue, please. So my uh, my mom and my stepfather had just gotten married, and she said that uh, well, he got the surprise going. Hey, I've got to be deployed. I've got to go to Japan for three years, and she's like, well, uh, if you go to Japan, I can't go unless we're like official so that's they ended up eventually getting married and so um during the whole legal battle my 
my biological father was granted three days of partial custodies. So he wanted, because the court said, yes, we can go to Japan with my mother. And because she had full custody of us, she, the court said, yes, you can go with your new stepfather and go out of the country and be deployed. So it took a lot of legal, like wheeling, dealing to make that happen. But he got three days partial visitation. He kidnapped me and my brother. And took you home? Took us, no, he yeah, he took us to North Carolina. Hmm. He got us into a truck and he and I thought we were just going for, you know, a trip. Hmm. And he ended up taking us out of state. He wasn't supposed to. And What's your relationship right with him now? Oh, I have no relationship with him. The last time hmm. I ever heard his voice was middle of January 2003. My grandmother had stepped in and decided that she could give him my cell phone number. And he, we got into an argument and she decided that, well, he needs to reconnect with his father. Let me give him your cell phone number. And all I heard was a voicemail and I, I was pissed. I actually stopped talking to my grandparents. We had a big blowout and I have no idea where he lives. Supposedly I have half brothers and half sisters that I have no knowledge of, but this man, crazy, just man. ran away and disappeared so I salute both of you two, Joe and Kenny. You know, the position you guys are in, you're staying strong. Kids are first priority. And, you know, no matter about divorce. And I lived through that. And as I grew up, I had to grow up a little bit faster in some in some points, understanding where this whole demographic was or like our blended family was. And my my father had never stopped paying child support and reaching out to his three boys and making sure that me and my brother were also taken care of. He was constantly, it was child support. It was phone calls. It was letters. And he beats himself up thinking that he was not a better father for those three boys, because he gave a lot of attention to his, the wife that made, gave him joy, the wife and the woman in his life that gave him joy, that wanted everything to be around her. And it hurts a lot that she's gone and it, it's, it, you know, he, he's very alone at times, but you know, there's times when he walked up to me, my brother and he goes, you know, guys, you know, I have, you have three stepbrothers, but when, when people ask me who my sons are, I, you guys always came first. And it was because of my mother that made him the man that he became the man that he wanted to be. Can you want to go next? And uh, and as oh, I kept I growing up, there was yeah, there was times where you know I yelled at my stepfather, going, "You can't tell me what I'm doing because you're not my father." And it wasn't until I got to high school that I, I I hit the back of my own head, going, right. "You're a fucking dumbass. That is your father. That's the man that has treated you like the son that he didn't have to be. You treated like the father like you weren't supposed to be, and well, everything else. And he has stepped up, and he's." For me, if I ever had the opportunity to be a father or to be a husband the way I want to be like a husband like him. I'm surprised that you came to that realization whilst in high school, because typically high schoolers are just a bunch of arrogant shitbags. Yeah. And we stay that way probably until we're like thick in our 20s. But anyway. Um, yeah. Wow. But so, thank you for, for uh, elucidating on that. 
Uh, dude, I in fantastic story. I, I I was captivated. I've sat there, watched, listened to everything you said there. But um, one of the things that you said that got me was um, if we can talk about the kids for a second. Um, I have four, two with my previous marriage and two with my current marriage. Uh, my current ones are uh, t- ten months and three. <laughs> um, so, but my uh, my other two are eleven and nine. And so I've got a, a preteen and a almost preteen. And they are my everything. They have always been my everything. I've never once battled with their mother about payments or anything like that. I pay them. Um, when 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 everything happened, uh, she um, had an opportunity to move out uh, about an hour away from where we're at um, with her actual current husband um which is great and uh but 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 they live an hour away from me um not by the bird fly but by the road travels is an hour i mean it's literally i can't get to them in less than 55 minutes so her and i meet in a in a mutual place and um so um but they i make sure that i am a hundred percent behind everything they do i've gone my uh one of my daughters uh my oldest is a gymnastics i've been to just about every single one of her things um i i go to every single one of my daughter my other daughter's things she's a dancer she does uh dance shows and um as a dad you're just like uh, this is what i wanted i wanted to do all this stuff and it didn't matter that her and i didn't work it out i'm there for them they're my number one and uh and like i said man like it, it was it was awful at first but here i am i'm like what we're we going eight years now nine years divorced from this girl so her and i we just get along now we, there's no there's no beef you know we realize what's the deal and we also love our kids to the to the t and it's like when it's when you love your That's kids that much thing. Yeah, it's the important thing. Like th- these kids, they don't they don't even know what divorce is. They just it's just life for them, you know? Obviously there's kids out there that have you know fucking can you have a whole thing about it, but I just wanted to state that like maybe sometimes divorce isn't bad. It's not bad. It wasn't bad for us. We were toxic. And if we'd stayed together, I don't think our kids would be it as good as the they are. Up. It does. It does. It fucks the kids up. If I mean, because we weren't good, man. We were we were really, really bad. And we're better. We are we we're fantastic people individually. We're just toxic together. And we know that that can never be, you know? And so be it. My mother, my mother used to say all the time, that marriage sucked in some short version. And she's glad that she got out of it. But the only good thing that came out of that marriage was being my brother. So she looks back on it and he goes, she she doesn't think it was a mistake. She just realized that, hey, this was it. Came, you two came out of it. So it was not a mistake. I, I actually I actually feel really lucky, you know, that like my children love me. They love my 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 current wife, Carrie. Um, they love their little brothers. I've got two little brothers, you know, they love their other brother who is not mine. Um you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel really lucky. Like, it, it took time, though. It took time. It took a lot of time, like two, three years, man. I mean, even today, we're still dealing with shit. 
but it, it was never going to be that way. Like, I mean, if we didn't have kids together, I would never, I would never see her again. Right. And that's fine. But, but because we have to deal with each other, we have to do it. We have to, the kids are the, are the glue and her and I have been great. I mean, no problems at all. That's good. I, um, as a person who's the freshest to this, um, you know, my son is seven right now. So he's at the age where, you know, he kind of, he knows exactly. Um, you know, and it's, you know, and without going into too much detail, you know, he was, he was really upset at the beginning and that just made me really angry. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't the one who, had asked for this and you know and and that's something that you know truth be told that i'm working on and in, in counseling as well is 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 controlling that is controlling that not you know I, I don't even know if i'd say i'm still angry but it does hurt me to see my son hurt you know what i mean and it's, it's a deep cut man it's a deep it, cut. It, it, it's a deep cut it's a deep cut and you know i just lord knows that kid has gotten a lot of presence from each of us this year because you know i'm just spoiling them rotten and it's you know i'm fortunate that i do have a pretty good <laughs> and that i do have a pretty good good paying job although of course i'm paying you know of course it's a oh well, this one, podcast probably pays for, for everything right <laughs> yeah, rolling it in making there. that money <laughs> but i um you know i've been working pretty much seven days a week that's a nice thing with government work but it's uh but hear that folks again he can take as much overtime as he wants on our dime apparently he doesn't need to have he doesn't have to actually I do a lot do, of hard work I do he doesn't actually have to do work he just fucking punches <laughs> in so he's stealing our money fyi but I, continue joe but i will say that he's um that that my you know it did hurt at the beginning seeing seeing how upset he he was at first so i've I've done my, you know, and I can only talk for me because I don't have much doings with my ex, but it's, um, you know, I, 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 I know that when he's with me, it just supreme happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I have Dude. him half the week um, and the other one, half of the one... week, and the other half of the week is a little, I, I don't know, like, like right now he's not here and yeah, it's a little sad, but that's why I try to fill up that time with jujitsu with the podcast with with things like that so masturbating with masturbating by the way joe, <laughs> but, joe, it's hard to do I'm, when he's here i'm joking joe i'm this close <laughs> to signing joe i'm this close go ahead, to Kenny, go ahead, go ahead. B, i'm this close to signing up to bjj bbj Ooh. my close. man Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Well, now that we've uh, thoroughly done that, um, but, Joe. But, 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 but. Oh, you, you still have more to say. Oh, he, I and, said BJJ. And talk so for like half activated. an hour. <laughs> well, guess what? You're about to talk for your own special segment for however long you want. Just wrap this shit up. But, all right. But we've, no, that's... we've layered enough saccharin on this fucking toast. Okay. Let's move my... on. I miss you guys. <laughs> all right. See, go. he's reeling you in. Play Kenny, come down. He's reeling you in. <laughs> Ah, 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 dropping. Lex load. Ah, yeah. Yay, yay. This is actually going to be a very special Lex load because I am not going to say 
anything. Apparently, Kenny has a great story he's been meaning to tell that we didn't get to with any of our other topics. So take it away. Oh, yeah, Kenny. Mr. Carmichael. That's oh, right. Oh, so Eddie Carmichael, my friend Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker. Is he he has it raw, bro. Like that, 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 that guy, like, you know, his wife just left every night, went out and shopped and uh he went out to like you know all these different places left him with his with one i think he had one kid and uh and dude that eddie carmichael has a divorce story and uh yeah his wife was the piece of shit that every fucking husband hates to, to even want to admit that they have and um yeah so eddie carmichael um he had a hard time man and i, I was trying to help him through all of this and uh I tell you what, it's weird because his experience happened just before my experience happened. And, and and you know what? The one thing that I got from all of that is that like his wife was like lying to him, like straight lying, like just being a piece of shit. Like, I mean, like why? I, I think if one of the things you were saying is why is the marriage rate so like divorce rate so high? You People don't take this like I, I'm not a religious guy. You guys know that. But. I do hold this like, you know, like my ring He's pointing at his ring. I'm pointing at my ring. Um, I, I hold that pretty dear, man. And I, I, that's cheating. Just it should. It, I don't man. I don't understand it. Like, I mean, I do understand it because I'm a male. But like, you know, I'm, I, it wasn't mean that I'm going to like go forward with it. And the fact that Eddie had to deal with that, man, he he went through all that shit like White's coming home at 11 o'clock at night. He's got two kids that he needs to put put to bed and all that crap. And uh, yeah, um, just remember, guys, if you're going to do it, like you don't have to sign on the dotted line. You don't have to tell the fucking government that you're married. But if you're going to commit to somebody, commit. And if it ends up not working, talk about it. Don't fucking cheat. Don't 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 make the other person feel Amen. like a poo, poo poo head. You know what I mean? Like, just talk about it. If it ain't if it ain't right, it ain't right. And like, just just don't don't make the other person feel awful. And I feel like that's a that's what's happening a lot these days. Um, when I went through my divorce, my divorce lawyer, because I had a lawyer, um, he was telling me stories, and I'm like, dude, I'm lucky AF, lucky as fuck, because nothing like these nightmare stories that i heard were nothing compared to what i had especially eddie's story i mean with her her cheating like straight fucking cheating while i'm watching the kids while eddie's watching the kids <laughs> that's life so that's life my lawyer my lawyer was a former navy jag uh, I thought that was hell yeah. Cool. Wait, you had DeSantis yeah. as your uh oh, thank you. I was gonna say the same thing. Say the DeSantis thing. was no jag. He <laughs> wasn't no jag. That guy's not guy. He don't he's not an actual lawer. More like a jag. No, he was off, an assistant. You know, what am I saying here? He's a jack he off. was a he was an assistant under the reserves. Assistant two. Yeah. Assistant oh, two. he was wait, he was a Dwight Schrute. <laughs> you know it, bro. And art. Okay. Yep. And art. That is this week's Lex Load. Ah, 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 Lex load. Ah, ah. Ow, listeners, that wasn't very funny. There well, wasn't really worry. much uh, comedy we, there. It's listeners. all right. 
We, we got Why some, are you guys not on YouTube monetizing? We got something to bounce back. Well, tr- uh, did you not listen to the episode where I guess you didn't? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I didn't. Sorry. Oh, they, they used to have a producer that was trying to make all that stuff happen. But um, I don't know why you guys let that guy go. Because well, he, he, he just kind of bitched out. Is really what it was. He just right. oh, yeah. He Fuck that guy. Like, off oh, like I gotta go. And alleged that they didn't have a cell phone connection. Yeah, yeah. It spends a lot of time out in the woods <laughs> in Bali. Nice. Shit, to, I don't. Why did you hire him? I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I got this great little hat and blah blah blah. Hi, I'm here and we're in Tokyo and we're doing this stuff. Disgusting. <laughs> I love that character. Uh, Hi, I'm yeah. in Tokyo, and we're like looking at things, and it's great. Hey, I explained the Instagram. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but what I can yeah, say okay with that. Uh, is, um, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, we have a letter. Um, uh, was Ghost this upset? One, uh, this one, I, food is his thing. Oh well, I, I actually. Are you, no, real, are you guys getting letters? Is this oh, real? So this is the other yeah, good thing. Real. How you can tell. This is the other good thing how you could tell that Joe doesn't listen to our own show. So I actually cut all that out last time. Uh, so because the ghost sent us a really just not impressive email last week. So that was going to get read. It got cut. But because of that, I actually looked ahead at today's email instead of just reading it blind on the show as I have. And I'm happy to say that there's some funny stuff in here. So I am going to read this. There's also something in here that I'm going to have to just not say because I just say it and cut it later. Uh, I want to hear it, man. Come on. Okay. Is it an, I an N word, an F word? What is it exactly? Yeah, well, no, we'll I get mean, there. No, an not... F word. <laughs> Buggy fuck. Fart. We're going to get there. So this one the is Orioles one. <laughs> Yeah, this one's did. called Tats Part Deuce. Ooh. You ready, children? I'm just going to shoot random thoughts out about your tattoo podcast like the ropes of cum shot on Ashley's tramp stand. Tattoo Talking about podcast. our guest at the time. Okay. <laughs> Not my wife, because she doesn't have a tramp stand. Um, <laughs> Art <name's> is... Miranda. <laughs> huh? Oh, your name's Miranda. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh my God, you're right. He got the he got the mixed up because well, wait. I'm sure Ashley has a tramp stamp too. Doesn't I, I've she? got a tramp stamp. Oh, I'm sure wait. you definitely do. As soon as you guys hired me, I was like, that was disappointing. Right above the. Fucking... Oh, that's right. Ashley was on. That's right. Ashley was also not your Ashley, but yeah, but yeah, Ashley. your friend yeah, BBJ yeah, Ashley, yeah, yeah. Ashley, yeah, Ashley, Ashley who yeah. Anyway, yeah. okay, so. Well, good job, Ghost. You already fucked up. It was Miranda that had the tramp stamp she talked about. But you're probably not wrong. Maybe Ashley did, too. I'm pretty sure she has one, too. She has a lot of tattoos. Uh, Anyway, so Fart is pulling away from BBJ, sorry, BJJ Joe again, showing his stellar intelligence. The reason Art doesn't have tattoos is because he isn't dumb or practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He doesn't want to be 60 years old explaining to his children why he has Pikachu on his thigh. I can't stand when people don't understand good art. <laughs> sure, there are different styles, but most tattoos you see BJJ people with is called toddler style. It looks like a cartoon with shading some toddlers learned from watching a Bob Ross channel. At least Chris sounds like he's trying to make a full piece and not random shit floating around like a flying saucer. Random tattoos floating around are completely awful. Tie them together. He's coming for you, Joe. 
he's coming for me too bro he's like come on oh but you should see joe's he's just got like oh we're gonna get to it oh i love it i love it dude i love joe's Uh, menagerie okay bjj joe got a tattoo because of a tv show a tv (laughs) show i like ghostbusters but no sane person is going to get a proton gun tattooed above their dick joe's tattoos have (laughs) what do we call this guy what's his name uh the ghost of terry hatcher which I'm, okay, I'm you, still not entirely sold on the fact UTH, that bro. Like, it could be you. It could be you. For it's all not I, me. Come I don't on. know about this. Are we'll you, see. Come on. I couldn't even show up to shows. You think I'm going to fucking write an email? That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. Joe's tattoos have such deep meaning, parentheses, sense the sarcasm. Daddy, look. <laughs> yeah, there I he is it. with the fucked up bird again. Dude, okay. I know every single one of those references. <laughs> At least Papa has some serious in-depth thought about his tattoos. Most BJJ practitioners get their tattoos done at the five and dime. First place they see on Santa Monica Boulevard is their place for sale. <laughs> shitty tattoos. First place they see on Merritt Boulevard for sale. Two for one shitty tattoos. At least Chris Everett went to a place that obviously specializes in art and not shite tattoos. Back to Chris Everett. Sleeves, chest piece, back piece, BJJ in Brazil. The ghost called it. He found his BJJ meathead. The guy that ordered, <laughs> ordered Ryan's sweat from OnlyFans for no. Cologne. Who is the, this? Come on, man. The, How many words? This is like 700 words worth of oh, shit. Oh, I'm, I'm halfway through. Half? <laughs> The guy that eats Brazilian steak for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The guy that rubs the beef drippings on his wounds to heal. The man that claims BJJ is the greatest martial arts skill in MMA. Okay. okay. Appropriation is ta- in tattoos is dumb. They're, it's like... That's uh, his words. That's what his words are, but I'm still going to okay, Just want to let everybody know that's not Art Hall's words. Uh, that's going to get all bleeped out. Uh, Jesus, mother of Pearl. Bob's Burgers is a great show, but why the fuck would you get a tattoo of a burger on your arm? I like why fucking not? Your, I like fucking your mom, but I'm not going to get her labia tattooed around my belly button. Jesus, where's Ted <laughs> Joe? Pokemon? Mario? Ashley worried about a tattoo of a little man diving into her ass. Okay, so he to- clearly got Ashley and Miranda backwards. So, But anyway, Ashley worried about a tattoo of a little man diving into her ass might say about her... Oh, that, that's just weird syntax. Uh, meanwhile, she has a faded tramp stamp. It's called a tramp stamp for God's sake. And you're worried about so, what someone might think of your ass. Is in, someone might think your ass is input as well as output. BJJ logic. Joe can't wait to go to north, south on... Jesus Christ. Joe can't wait to go north or south on some newbie white belt. Rub his Pokemon Lululemons mm-hmm. in his face. Sorry, I mean spats. Uh, if you guys really liked each other, you would get your podcast silhouette tattooed. Ah, till next time, the ghost. P.S. I legit hope Art and his family are safe in Cali. It, However, it, I do it, hope the rest of it falls into the sea. Is it weird <laughs> that I feel attacked? Is it weird that too, I so feel attacked? Because you have dangling uh, tattoos? No, man, because, you know, I, I got some history here. I got some DNA in there. That's true, but, you know. It is I my wife could be my again. wife actually signed my her tattoo on me. Ah. We uh we have we Is it on share... your wang or where is it? No, no, it's <laughs> uh right. I have here. my signature on my wang. Nice. <laughs> just just ownership. K H it's it's legal. <laughs> it's legal, it's legally mine. <laughs> yep. 
no we used to share um these random emojis together as our way of saying just communicating privately uh because there was a transition time from her separation to mm. us dating and uh we used to write forever transition times you used to be a woman yeah it, it, it seems job, like Ken flips me off every episode. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I find that. So, yeah, this is why it needs to be on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, because if there's one thing people really need yeah. to see is us. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Joe Rogan, you understand why guys. we're divorced. <laughs> no! Oh! Yeah, you look good, Joe. I like, I like, I like the man neck beard and like the short hair and the glasses. Go ahead, Ken. Thank you. Thank you. You you are a fine-looking man yourself, Kenny. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> just fucking get over with it. But just let me close the goddamn show. No, we're going to keep this going. In the next hour. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, in this double-wide episode. <laughs> no, Ken, hey, I we to just definitely wide. Just I wish cut I Ken off. Oh, wait. I forgot. I should be doing this during this entire thing. Oh, come on. Where the fuck are you? That's what she said. There it is. <laughs> Well, guys, I appreciate you coming out for this show. It was nice to see you all, you know. Uh, this show called, uh, man, what's, what's my version of the show? <laughs> my tattooed ass. Yeah, that, that's, uh, oh, yours is uh, Wow, What a Letdown. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, that's right. Wow, What a Letdown. Thank you for coming. I forgot your and, bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot my bit. I forgot my bit, bro. Yes, cool thank story, you for bro. joining us for Wow, what a letdown. Uh, this is this episode's been about divorce, and uh, I just want to let you know that if you are married, double think that shit, bro. Double think that shit. It. What you want? Because divorce I is all awesome. done. <laughs> and it might be in your joy future. first. No, for real though, joy. So today's episode is brought to you by the word joy. Uh, <laughs> thanks for. <laughs> Tuning in and checking that out, and uh, nice shocker. Oh, is that the shot? Yeah, you are doing the shocker. That's right. Yeah. See, I, I like that's that a shocker, but I like the screamer myself. Oh. <laughs> or just go. Or figure whatever happens happens. Whatever happens happens. See, now this, this is why you need to have it on YouTube so people can see what we just did. You need a so, producer to do this stuff for you. Yeah. Well. Hey, you know. you know, if you knew somebody that did YouTube videos, I don't know me. I, I only know one guy who does YouTube videos, but they're about fucking trucks in the middle of the woods. So there's only so much traction and sex on that. And sex. I'm with Miranda. I, I you know, there's a lot of jujitsu stuff you can use in the BBJ. I, I, you know, if I was if I was gay and you know I was with another guy, I mean, going to deep half, that's a great hand job position. Is Yo, there one that you can do where you can blow yourself? <laughs> Joe, let's roll, bro. I'll come up to Maryland. We'll roll, like, we'll roll together. Ooh. Huh? Yeah, get some crabs. <laughs> Not the STD. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. All right, Art. Let's. We're this. from Maryland, guys. We like crabs. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The ones Hold we need, the ones we carry around. Okay. Go O's. I'm, I'm just, gonna, I'm just I'm... egging Art on to end this. We're just going to go gonna ahead say and a bunch say of thank shit. you very much for coming out and checking us out. Uh, and, Zane. Uh, yep, and uh, yep, 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 yep. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart to cheer. 
Oh, that was. I have to pee. Oh, well, there he is. <laughs> I Yeah. And he's gonna get the paper signed when.